on, everybody? It's time for Plain and Simple. What's going on, Theron? Dude, just living life, bro. Right, we're back. Back for another episode of Plain and Simple. Absolutely. Plain and Simple, everybody. You know what Plain and Simple is? If not, I'm about to tell you. Plain and Simple. It's a podcast hosted by myself and my good buddy Theron here. And we're dedicated to explore. Uh, we are dedicated to explore all of the world's biggest questions or give advice or talk about life or last week when we talked about nothing but traveling and <laughs> all that comes with that. Uh, but but we just stopped there. You know, we, we don't stop there. Sorry. We we'll, we'll have to tackle some of these topics multiple times. We'll have to come back to travel at some point when it makes sense. This week, we're going back to uh, relationships and we'll get into that in a minute. But I just want to tell you what you have to do to support us so that we can keep making episodes and i guess we can keep making episodes even if you don't support us but we would prefer that you do yes makes a lot more fun yes absolutely and we want to get to the point where we are engaged and interacting with you guys on a regular basis and to the point where we can start accepting questions from you the people that are actually listening uh that's that's the goal i think that's the sweet spot honestly for for a podcast that answers questions i think the sweet spot is to Maybe sprinkle in a listener question in one or two a week or so. I think so. So to do that, I need you to stop what you're doing, whether you're driving, pull over. If you're working on a proposal, put it on pause. If you're in a meeting, mute everybody. I need you to share this with a friend. If you're in a meeting, completely interrupt whoever's speaking and be like, whoa, 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 guys. I need you to do me a favor and uh, listen to this podcast, plain and simple. Real quick, just real quick. Yeah. Listen to this. Listen to this episode, real quick. Yeah. Real. <laughs> hey. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, plain and simple. Uh, tell somebody in your meeting. Tell somebody that you're working with. Tell somebody that you, you know, you stop at a traffic light. You look over and you see your uh, your neighbor on your phone. Throw something at their window, get their attention, and tell them, hey, while you're scrolling on your phone, maybe go and follow Plain and Simple on Instagram. There you go. Maybe just just get someone's attention. Tell them to go follow us. Tell them to listen to us. Give us a try. The most listened to episode there that we have is the one where me and you talk about ourselves. Really? The one where we question each other. So maybe that's the starting point. Say, hey, get to know these two guys. If you like them, listen to another episode where they answer other people's questions. But maybe send them that episode where we ask each other stuff and we get to know each other a little bit more. And if you like us... Go listen to an episode and maybe you've got, uh, maybe there's a segment, maybe there's a question we answer that applies to your life and, or somebody that you know. And in that case, send it to them. Say, hey, listen to the 35 minute mark on this episode. This might make sense for you. There you go. We don't profess to be like subject matter experts, but just a little fresh perspective, right? We're not, we're not licensed therapists. From 20 something year old dudes. Nah, you don't need to take legal, professional, uh, financial advice from us, but (laughs) we're going to do our best to answer your questions. Yeah. And have a good time doing it. Absolutely. That's what we do here. Plain and simple. Uh, and then the last thing I need you to do is just to go on iTunes and leave that rating and review. Let me check and see if we've gotten any new reviews. I know last week we hardcore pushed the people to to go leave a review. If I don't see a review, I'm going to call some people out. Hopefully there's a new review. There's not a new review. Ugh. So every sap sibling right now that's listening <laughs> to this, I don't care who you are, whether it's Micah, whether it's Josh, whether it's Zach. I know that's three. That is three. 
Allie's a savage. Is Maddie another one? Do you Maddie. have a Maddie? No, no Maddie. You have a sister with a starts with an M, right? Don't Miriam. you? Miriam. Miriam. That's the yeah. one I'm thinking of. Miriam. Leave that rating and review. Uh, every sap. David, hey, I built you a website. Yeah. <laughs> All you need to do is go listen to uh, this episode and give a rating and review. I know I know you can do it. I, I, I trust in you. Uh, what's your mom's name? Mary. Mary. Leave that rating and review. Come on. Or I'm just going to follow Theron to the next family event. I'm just going to sneak in his carry-on. Oh, yeah. And everyone's going to be like, what's this random doing here? And I'm just going to be holding up a sign the whole time that just says rate and review plain and simple. There you go. That's it. Plain and simple. We're thinking about doing something to incentivize you guys to go rate and review. Thinking about Ooh. maybe doing a little bit of a giveaway situation soon. It's uh, it's being talked about, guys. Maybe next week we'll say, hey, go re- leave us a rating and review and we'll pick out of the reviews. Mm. and uh, select a random winner or select a random Instagram follower, and we'll just see. So we're, we're, we're kind of brainstorming the logistics of that, but it's time to get those reviews in if you want to participate. So uh, you better do that. So with that said, plain and simple, we said at the top that we're tackling relationships again, my friend. That's right. Are we ready to dive in? I think so. Are you excited? I am. I'm very excited. There's there's always good conversation that comes from these two. Absolutely. Do you want to go ahead with, do you want to lead this time, Theron? Uh, sure. All right. Sure, sure. Kick us off. This is straight from Reddit, Gloomy Diver. Okay. Uh, my BF and I are too different, but I don't want to lose him. Okay. So this is kind of, a bear with me here. My BF and I, I being the 22, oh, they're both 22, have been together five years, and I've known him since middle school. We've grown up together. He's my best friend, and I love and care about him, and we're still attracted to each other. But I think we're too different to be happily together. The differences start with the fact that we don't have mutual friends, which would be so helpful. I lost my friends from high school, and I haven't really made any close friends since. He still has his lifelong friends, but... They're not easy to talk to, and I've barely ever interacted with them. My BF is also cooler than I am. I would say I'm pretty nerdy, and I don't have a lot of interest that most people my age do. My BF knows what's cool, though. My BF knows what's cool, though, with the music and stuff. He thinks I should try to fit in more, but I don't really know how. Another difference is he wants to go live with his friends instead of living with me. He doesn't want a traditional life the way I do. I want marriage and kids way in the future, and he doesn't want that. I wouldn't mind living with friends right now, but we don't have mutual friends, so I wouldn't feel comfortable. Every time I bring up wanting a family in the future, he gets really mad. Uh, He's a lot more assertive with his ideas and opinions than me. I'm pretty sensitive. We have different love languages. uh, I like a lot of affection, words of affirmation, or acts of service. Dang, that's just... It's not looking good. Yeah. Yeah. With all that listed, we are both, we are both aware of all of these issues. I tried bringing up, maybe we should just be friends or take a break, but he disagreed with that. I told him, I think I'd be happier with someone more assertive and outgoing than me. Someone who is cooler. He said, that's not necessarily what he wants. Oh, I told him, I think he'd be happier. Oh yes. Okay. Gotcha. Man. What are your initial thoughts on that, man? That's it. Well, it's not it, but I paraphrase a lot of that because it just goes on and on. Okay, that's cool. They just have one. She's like, man, one difference after the other. So my initial thought is that there's two. 
there's a few of those reasons that she listed that I don't think are a problem. But like, for instance, like, I don't think the love language thing is a problem. I no. think because Catherine and I have different love languages. Mm-hmm. Not sure about you and Allie. Yes, we do. But um, the key to adapting to another person's love language is to exactly that figure out how loving them works for them and to do that yep. exactly. Like, for example, when me and Catherine first started getting together, one of her love languages is quality time. Catherine loves quality time. And uh, recently I've said, you know what? A couple nights a week, we're going to shut our screens off and we're going to spend time with each other um, just one-on-one. Even if we're even if we're watching a movie together, but no phones, no computers, nothing. Right. And uh, that's made things a lot not that I, not like things were bad, but it, it's made it helps. It, having it, the, it helps having, having that quality time. time. Yeah. Um. So I think the love language thing, if you know, if he enjoys, if he enjoys gift giving or whatever his love language was, uh, then maybe surprise him every once in a while with a. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Maybe you saw a shirt at Target that he would really like. Or, at what point do you think two people are too different? Because I think that's her biggest concern is that they're too different, right? But they always say like opposites attract. They do. So this is that's that's really tough, man. I I don't know because I don't I don't want to keep using myself, but Catherine and I are very different kinds of people. Uh, but we seem to have found the blend in what works, and I think we have a pretty good thing. She's very. She's more reserved. I'm more outgoing. Mm-hmm. She's more. Uh, mature. Uh, I'm more goofy. Uh, we see different eye to eye. We don't see eye to eye on politics. We still have made it work. We, you know, I, I, th- I guess at a point it becomes a thing of do you love the person more than your indifference? Exactly. I think I think if you are spending most of your time thinking about your indifferences or the or, or your of your differences, yeah. uh, I think. You might not be with the right person. I think that's the case. I I think if they're just too big and like, for instance, like having kids, Mm -hmm. if that's that's something that's, that's a big deal, you know, because one, you know, especially if no one's going to change their viewpoint later in life, right? That's a big deal. And when me and Catherine first got together, she didn't want kids. And she told me as our relationship grew and as we came closer her her opinion completely switched. She saw the potential dad in me, and that switched her whole perspective. So maybe maybe he doesn't want kids right now because maybe he's opposed, maybe he's scared. But if he were to see a potential future partner in you, then maybe his opinion on kids would change. Maybe he'd say, you know what, she would make a really good mom, and I'd I'd really love to raise a family with her. But if he's, but for example, like I said, the there's a few things in there that I don't like, like the fact that he gets mad at the thought of living with you. Uh, the fact that you guys don't, you guys can't really be around each other's friends for your reason of you can't stand them for his reason of the fact that you don't have many friends at all. That That's that's its own issue. I want to know why this girl doesn't have any friends. Right. I also notice here, she says, speaking of different love languages, I like a lot of affection and words of affirmation or acts of service. He just likes quality time, I guess. He's not affectionate, and he rarely compliments me or makes me feel special. 
this makes me feel like a sister or a friend to him sometimes. Mm. Man, that's tough. See, yeah, I does think... It, does it say, Sorry to cut you off. No, is, is there anywhere in there that says how long they've been together? Uh... Five years. Five years? If it hasn't improved after five years, I think this it's going to be oh. tough, but it might be best for both of you guys. And One of the top comments says, breakups don't need to be mutual. Mm. And they respond with, I know they don't, but I really struggle to break up with him because I don't really want to. And if he doesn't want to break up, then it makes it so much harder. But the longer you guys stay together, the more toxic... It'll become, and it's not to say, like, she hasn't said anything, like, alarming, like, that he, like, physically or verbally abuses me or anything. Right. Because if it got to that level and you guys were screaming at each other and you guys were never getting along on anything, then I'd say that you need to get out of there. But I think you should explore the possibility of seeing other people. So, plain and simple, what's your take? Plain and simple, I think that she needs to leave him. I think, I think she needs to break up with him and move on and find someone that is more like her. If she, if, if these differences are too uh, monumental Stark. for both of them, then I think that uh, I think she needs to get out. There it is, plain and simple. You agree? I agree. Okay, plain and simple. On to the next. Um. Okay, my first one here. Uh, <laughs> my 24-year-old... Oh, sorry. She's the 24-year-old female. This was from yesterday, too, 17 hours ago. Husband, 48 male. So before we wait, even wait, get... Wait, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard that right. He is twice her age. Wow. He, he is 48 years old, and she is 24. Which, right. first of all, wow. Uh, second of all, my, oh. my husband, who is 48, likes to have <laughs> rough sex after a fight, and my friends and family think that's a red flag. So... A few weeks ago, my, I'm the 24-year-old female, friends that are around 25 saw some hickeys on my neck and thought that I was being abused uh, because it's not normal that my husband likes to hurt me when we're in the bedroom. She thinks that because in the past I used to talk to her about what we used to do in bed, which is my fault, uh, and for her, that's abuse. So she's told my family and other friends uh, that I'm being abused and they all think I'm a victim. Oh, no. But the truth is, I've never felt better. I'm happy, I feel loved, and I enjoy my private life with my husband. I like it when he is sweet and he treats me as if I was his greatest treasure on earth. But I also like him to be (laughs) a little pulley or spanky or bitey when we have intercourse after after a fight. And I wish people could understand that because it makes me uncomfortable when I have to clarify all the time that I'm not a victim and I hate how people tell me how I should feel. I'm fine with my life. Uh, why can't other people understand that? What do I do to d- convince them that I'm okay? Well, right off the bat, I'm like, why does it have to be a conversation topic? That's like if they're, if they're incredibly like, man, that's some nosy folks right there. Yeah, my like I understand the initial concern, and sometimes you see warning, you know, warning signs and whatnot. But I don't really have much input on that one. Like I, I don't know. Uh, a lot. The comments are very, um, very much not on her side. Uh, <laughs> top comment says, 
Why are you discussing your your private sex life with your friends and family? That's that's my thing right this, there. Like. Uh, and there are several upvotes, and then the replying comments all say similar. Like, was wondering the same thing. This is on you uh, for bringing it up in the first place. Um, and then somebody putting put putting out there, and I want to almost a side question on this. This person says this this age gap is disgusting. There's no effing reason for a 48-year-old to be dating someone literally half his age. What do you think there? It's completely Man. side from the issue at hand. What do you think there, honestly? For t- 24 and 48? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that's quite quite a gap right there yeah. uh man i i don't know i don't know about that are your parents close in age they're like eight years apart okay but that's still fine that's not that's not uh yeah my, 24 years my, apart my grandparents were i think 10 years apart 11 years apart but still that's not it's like an age gap is is it depends on at what i don't know that's tough man it's not even five years can be a long time depending on the ages and so at what point does a 24-year age gap become socially acceptable? Like 35 and 59? Is that, a, is that appropriate? Or about 40 and 64? Like, uh, it, that's, that's tough. Because where do you draw the line is, yeah. is what we're saying now. Yeah. Like, yeah, 25 and 50 is weird. But is 30 and 50 weird? No. Well, I think once you hit 50, it gets weird. And maybe even late 40s. <laughs> like it, yeah. if, imagine, imagine if she was 18 and 38. Yeah, that's, that's a problem. That's a big problem. I think if you have the suffix teen in your name, you don't need to be dating anyone more than five years older than you. Even four. I think well, it, sorry, it, that, that could be wor- perceived it, weird. If you're 18... Just I, stick to a nineteen, or you know, well, just let's see, maybe twenty. I, I was stick to if you were in high school at the same time as they are. Like if you were eighteen and they're twenty-two, okay, okay, that's fine. Fine. If you're yeah. eighteen and they're twenty, fine. But if you're eighteen and they're twenty-nine, that's still that's that's younger, but that's still prob. Eighteen and twenty-nine. That's, that's a no-fly zone right there. Yeah, that's that's kind of not good. Um, so I don't even know about that, but let's go back to the issue at hand. How is this girl to tell or to convince her friends and family that she's okay? I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to. If you're fine with where you're at, then, then yeah, like I would just try to steer conversation away from it. Hit them with a, nope, I'm fine. We don't have to talk about it. And then you're done like that. It doesn't have to be a conversation point. Um, but I think the comments speak for themselves. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Issue aside from the issue, like the stark issues. Yeah. Probably just don't talk about it. Yeah. Right. Cause I can't imagine people are just itching to talk to you about the issue. Like, you know, this seems like maybe you, you're taking it, you're, you're putting it out there. Let me pivot because the comments don't address this, but I don't think they address it or I think they should be addressing the fact that this friend, well, Actually, now that I say it out loud, like if you like if you thought that uh, like Chris, for example, if you thought that Chris was being abused, would you tell somebody? 
or would you keep it within you and your like you and Allie and maybe Chris's like would you broadcast this like this friend of hers did no absolutely not like that would if Chris was like hey dude here's what I'm going through mm-hmm then that's between me and Chris and how he wants that handled. Yeah. I'm not taking, it's, I'm not taking my liberties with something like that for yeah. somebody. It's, it's Chris's decision to broadcast that to who he wants to broadcast it to. Yes. And so, this person has just broadcasted it to anybody who happens upon it on Reddit. Like we did. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I, I do think it's kind of shitty that her friend broadcast it to her friends and family. Yes. But at the same time, I don't completely disagree with the fact that like, it might be different for us because we're boys, but like if your sister came to you and she had bruises on her body, oh. would you then? Then how would you feel? That would be. Or if if Chris's girlfriend or fiance, and you noticed bruises, would you be like, would you be like, that's none of my business? But I want to say something, or would you say something? Well, it's always in my nature to be like, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah. you okay? Yeah, and then like you kind of poke and prod, and then mm-hmm. if it's like if it gets cagey after that, it's like you you can tell warning signs. Yeah, sure. And so I, you know, from that I'm like, you know, is depending on the response, like everything's great, or if it's like no, no, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, maybe I need to talk to Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe sure. Maybe got to see what's going on here. Yeah. Like, but you know, you never want to be like make things uncomfortable, right? But so I think that. I know that you don't, I, I know that this person wants advice, but I'm going to start by just saying you did the wrong thing by telling your friends and family about your sex life. And I think you, uh, and I think the friend did the wrong thing by this, broadcasting it to other people. Right. But this for the fact the, of the matter, I think plain and simple Theron's uh, answer is correct here that yeah. at the end of the day, if you're happy, uh, just someone wants, if someone wants to poke holes and, and, and poke fun and bring it up, just say, you know what? I, I, I'd, I'd like that we don't talk about that anymore. I'm, I'm assuming I'm taking this chick at her word for everything she's said. And that's why I'm like, hey, it's, it's pretty much like, yeah, you make the bed that you sleep in. Mm-hmm. And she has made this bed. Yeah, I so, agree. I think, yep. I think she needs to, I think she needs to, instead of convincing people that she's okay, I think she needs to convince these people that they need to stop talking about it. Yeah. Because it's clearly making her uncomfortable. And can you imagine like, going to Allie's parents' house and having that distinction in their minds that you could possibly be abusive to her. Yeah. Like, how's this make your man feel? I wouldn't be alive today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would not well, be Rusty would have uh, mm-hmm. chopped the old head off by now. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So I'm pretty sure the only thing holding him back from doing that to me anyway is all the paperwork <laughs> he'd have to fill out. So, that's what he always tells me. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. So oh, yeah. uh, oh, maybe yeah. you stick away from it. Mm-hmm. But if you're ready, Theron, uh, you can tackle your next one. All right. So this one might be kind of relatable. Uh, me, 22 male, had a fight with my girlfriend, 21 female, over the fact that I don't buy her gifts and presents often. And we decided to take a break. So let's see. what. Okay, so... I'm a 22-year-old guy who works in the government, so the salary isn't that much. Also, I'm a newbie. Um, Oh, maybe he's brand new in his job, I guess. Recently, I had a fight with my significant other, and we decided to take a break from our relationship. I was the one who initiated it. We've been together for two years. Three days ago, she started telling me that I don't care about her. I don't give her enough attention. I don't show her my love. And I asked, why? How? And she explained it by telling me that I don't give her gifts often and don't send her money to buy what she needs. That was the start of our fight. 
I can't imagine why. <laughs> the thing is, my previous job had quite a high salary compared to now. And I used to buy her expensive gifts and send money every now and then, like AirPods, etc. Since I started with AirPods, etc. Yeah, what do you go like? What's yeah. the natural progression after yeah, what's AirPods? Yeah, after AirPods? Yeah. Um, since I started working in my new place, the salary reduced by half. We got to talk about your career choices next. Yep. It's enough for me to get by, but not enough to spare on extra crap. It's important to tell you guys that we are in a long distance relationship. We haven't been together since the January of last year. We had no serious problems till now being in long distance relationship, hoping that we would meet soon after the COVID restrictions are eased. Honestly, I just got angry when she said, you live with your parents, pretty normal where I live. Uh, you live with your parents buy an, until you can buy an apartment. Uh, this amount of money should be of no problem to you. You should be able to provide me with this amount of money. After this, I exploded. How can she say something like that, like that so easily when I'm working hard, saving up money to travel to see her? And for my home, uh, not wasting any money on extra stuff. It started when she wanted to buy something. I told her I would send her the money for it, but didn't tell her when exactly, and she asked for it. I went broke. So I was planning to send it to her with some gifts to her as an apology. Then this happened. I'm always with her through ups and downs. I'm always there for her when she's in pain, even though we are not physically together for the moment. We are still not talking. She checked me off from all her... Oh, she checked me off from all her social apps. Why are gifts considered as caring and love? My love for her should be valued by how much gifts I give her. Question? Is that That's a question. Should my love be valued by how much I, gifts I give her? Being there for each other whenever we are in trouble, helping through ups and downs. Why can't it be the most important thing? Dude, that sounds terrible. There are some problems with this question. There are quite a few. Man, dude. So 22 years old. It's 22 and 21. Okay. And she's already in the relationship of gimme, 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 gimme. And when the gimme's stop the love and affection or togetherness stops too. I'm seeing mm, dude. So he might said his, sorry. He said his previous job, he was paid a little bit more. He was paid 50. Per, uh, I guess let's see. He got his salary cut in half. So he made 100% more money at his last job. Sheesh. Okay. So why, why? Well, no, we don't have to tackle, tackle the question of why he left his old job. Um, so, Man, yeah, dude. Uh, sounds like she's a keeper for sure. <laughs> Bend over backwards for this chick, bro. <laughs> yeah, um, she definitely don't doesn't sound like the kind of girl that when you get her a four thousand dollar ring, she's gonna be like, "Why isn't it ten thousand? Right? She doesn't sound like that at all, bro. No. Um, lock her up, man. Lock her up. Well, lock her down. I say lock her up. Like no, like yeah, tie her down, dude. Give her that ring. <laughs> Oh man, I I think you should run, run fast, run fast, run my far. friend. You are in a long okay. You're in a long distance relationship. Let's put it plain and simple. You are in a long dis distance relationship with a girl who values love through with, monetary stuff. Through monetary stuff, and when things stop coming through for her, she gets upset, and you guys go through problems. That's your relationship. You need to get out of there. Yep. 
Um, my my initial thought is this girl is a gold digger. Yes, I could see that, and she's only twenty one. This so girl is a problem. This isn't gonna something that I don't think she's gonna grow out of, no. especially if y'all been together for what two years. This is a problem. So at first, I was like, she's a gold digger, but then he left his job. And he took a huge pay cut, but she still expects the same level of uh, well, here's the thing. Here's, compensation or me, whatever. I want to play devil's advocate for just a second. Okay, what for if, him or her? For her, for, okay. for, for him? Okay. I don't know how Let's you play it. devil's advocate accurately. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what if... So it's long distance, right? Okay. And so you're, you're having to communicate through your phone for everything right okay so what if instead of sending her things like that cost you a lot of money you put some thought and effort into the gift uh and, and then ship that off i don't disagree like maybe get her a little care package of, of right. little things that she loves right because i mean it's long distance you gotta you gotta do a little bit of extra there and it's it's really tough to make that work did he say in there how often they get to see each other? They said something not about... Not since last January. Yeah. COVID probably made things tough on them, so I'm not yeah. going to knock them too hard there. Um, I don't know, man. I, still, that aside, like, the fact that you're, she's... Are you talking about your financial struggles with her is another question. Like, are you like, hey, honey, I just don't have the money for that right now? Can you... Can you You got to say no at some point. My idea here is that he's afraid to tell her no. Yeah. I think that they like each other after two years enough to the point where she knows he's making a 50% less or whatever. Right. She could have left him for somebody who makes more money. She could have gone out there and found another. I'm going to guess that this is an attractive lady. Well, hang on, hang on. She just now, like, it's only recently that he's, like, had to send her something, and she asked for the money, right? And then he just didn't tell her when he'd be able to send it, and that, that made her upset that she didn't get it right when she wanted it. I think she's a gold digger, man. With Dude. that with that said right there, I, I say screw all other conversation on my end. I think this girl's a problem, and you need to go. Yep, You I'm need to dump her. You need to get far away from her. And it sounds like you're halfway there. Uh, oh, there's an update. Oh, let's hear it. We took a break from our relationship because she thinks that I don't care about her. I don't give enough love because I don't give her gifts often. Okay. Hey, problem solved itself. Yeah. Problem solved itself, it sounds like. that's. Uh, yeah, I, I can't help but uh, but feel like you're you're getting away from something that could be very very bad for a very long time. What's uh, is there a comment in there? Top comment besides his update that that kind of says like. So it, the top comment is is that yeah, uh, it's very long. It's a, that you don't have to read a that half whole, a novel. Yeah, uh, you don't have to read all that. So here's the thing: some people have gifts as their love language. It's what makes them feel the most loved. However, with this woman, what what this woman doing isn't that. That's fantastic grammar. She yeah. is demanding money and gifts. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I she, agree. Yeah, they're, the they're, demanding money and gifts is all italicized. Yeah, she. I think that this is uh, this is a classic example of a girl that that claims that her love language is, and maybe it is. 
If it's uh, gift giving, that's fine. Like Allie's love, one of her love, love languages is gift giving. And, and how so, do you deal with that? Well, I do you gift honestly, her things often. I I have been slacking in that department more than oh. I should. But like, uh, ice cream. I get. I pick her up some ice cream. I yeah. think on the way home, I'm going to pick her up a crumble cookie. Oh, those places are so. Oh good. man, that sounds so good. Oh dude, I had them for the first time not too long ago. They are incredible. They melt in your mouth. Yes, God, like, they're so thick and if crispy, oh. like I imagine, like how Krispy Kreme donuts are for people who love donuts. It's like that's kind of like the model that Cookie Crumble or Crumble Cookie is it Crumble? Cookie? I think it's Crumble, Crumble Cookie. Crumble Cookie takes, dude. They are so good, dude. And well, and and <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> Oh, I just, I don't have nothing but positive things. I can't wait. Honestly, now I'm getting excited for a crumble cookie. Oh my God. Now you have to go. Now I have to. And, and so here's what Allie does. She knows that I've, I've got like scatterbrain. Like I, I just, it's hard for me to zero in and like keep one thing at this, at the front of my mind. And so she has to help me with her love languages and I help her with my love languages. So it's like once that there's that understanding, then it works, right? Because we have guy brain. Mm-hmm. You know, it's every now and then we need someone to like give us a little nudge in the right direction. And and so she's she's happy to do that. We found that that works for us. Um, but this this is uh, this is another level of wanting the gift giving. This is and that's completely opposite of Allie. Is she she does not want me to spend lots of money. She does not want that. I bought her a, I bought her like a, a gold necklace with like a little diamond on it. This is kind of really, really expensive. And I gave it to her and she was like, she really Just appreciated out of the blue. it. Right. Okay. And she really appreciated it. But she was like, you know, I would really like to like, what do you think? Like, I'm, I'm scared to hurt your feelings. What if we took this back and spent this on like a, a date night or a trip for us instead? That's and I the, was like, bro, that's the sign that you got a good girl. Oh, dude. I know. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, it didn't hurt my feelings at all. Like, that's one thing that's never bothered me. No. Like, I, I got her a watch. Uh, Michael Kors watch. Okay. Never wore it. Really? Never once has she worn it. But that's she fine. still appreciated she like, it in the moment. Yeah. she she. But that doesn't bother me, right? No. Because, like, I just, I guess wrong. I also bought her some clothes a couple of times. Cause I was really? like, You're I was venturing like, to dangerous territory dude, there. I did, and I, this was at the beginning of our relationship. So I did not know that it was dangerous territory. Oh boy. Okay. How'd that go? <laughs> Never wore them. Never okay. wore them. <laughs> Didn't bother me. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Where'd like, you go? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Okay. It's been a long time since I bought her clothes again. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> she puts them on Pinterest and I get them from there. That's, <laughs> that's what we do now. That's cute. Um, but yeah, that's maybe maybe. Well, no, they already they already put things on pause. So yeah, I think that this guy knows what he needs to do. Yeah, I think he just needed some uh, some uh, backing up on his theories. I think so. Some people take to Reddit to affirm their decisions, and sir, your decision has been affirmed. Plain and simple, it's not worth the trouble, bro. Plain and simple, I think you're right, Theron. And I think I feel like too, like we do a really good job of of being objective, right? Yeah, we gotta like consider if, all options exactly, here. Exactly, exactly. If he's in the wrong, we're gonna tell him that he's in the wrong. Yeah, exactly. Which is what we did with like the first couple of questions. That's we exactly right. Pointed out the flaws in the question asker. That's right. Like, listen, just because you're asking the question does not mean you're the bad guy. That's right. Uh, so with that said, I, I'll go ahead and uh, move on to my next question. 
do it. Um, let's see here. <laughs> the headline here is going to arise a problem, so I'm not going to read the headline. I'm going to read the headline after I read this, this paragraph here. I, 19-year-old female, have been asked to hang with a friend, 22 male, who has always been sexually attracted. I guess I picked two sex-related questions. Whoops. Um, sexually... Wait. Sexually attracted to... Sexually attracted to her. Okay. Yeah. She's always been... Oh, my God. I just read... Oh, my God. This this question's a little explicit, okay? Um, Wait, how explicit? Not super explicit, but... Is it uh, is it female on female? Is that where... No, no, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, I, 20, I, 19-year-old female, have been asked to hang out by a friend who has always been sexually attracted to me who is 22 years old. He is a male. Um, so he smokes. There's a lot of details in here that don't need to be here. So this is, I'm just going to read it verbatim. So he smokes weed and I hug, kiss him, and he grabbed me by the next neck twice and asked why I keep playing with him. He grabbed my neck hard as hell. He told me to SMD so I did, and he kept telling me to shut up, and this is a problem. That's, uh, this is already, like, this, screaming red flags. So, all... Okay, now I see why the headline's a red flag. So, I'm going to just keep reading it verbatim. He told me to SMD, so I did, and he kept telling me to shut up, and he asked me to get on top 20 times, and I said no... And he kept making excuses about how he wants me and he'll park somewhere and we'll, and we'll do it, but he won't take no for an answer. Um, after I went through this interaction of telling him no so many times, he said, quote, I'm making him want to rape me. He said that to her. And asked me if he uh, would be mad at him and if I would keep talking to him if I raped him. Or if he raped me. Headline is, I wouldn't have sex with him tonight, and he told me he was going to rape me. Uh, yeah, that's uh, not good. That's... Uh, nope. <laughs> All of the comments are, uh, you need to call the police. <laughs> this has to be fake. I, that has to it, be fake. The, the language makes... It, this was written last night. It, the language makes it... I feel like this was written by a high schooler. This, well, if it's 18-year-old, definitely high school. This has to be fake. This I, is a fake story. I wish is there. I wish there's a way we could tell. The, dude, read it. That is fake. Are you sure? That is a fake story. How do you know? Bro, that, there is there no way. There are guys way. out there like that. Though. Well, I'm, I'm sure that there are, but nobody is going to write this and put it on Reddit. No one can see who you are, though. I know, but like that just makes my, no sense. My like, Reddit name the, is Adolf Hitler. Why are you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Why are it's you? Not. <laughs> why are you like? Why, why are you why putting are you, this on the internet? Why are you putting this on the internet? Like that teenagers makes, are stupid, well, bro. What if you need a? You don't even need a question answered. The whole write-up was the answer to the question. Yeah, that's that is fake. This dude. might be fake. I am 100 percent convinced. Really? That is I fake. I need to find an update here. Uh, I bet you there's not one. This person says this is definitely a troll post. Oh, for sure. For sure. That is this person says this is a fake post, but if it's real, you need to call the cops. That's and that's exactly why I think it's fake. 
it would never get to this point. Okay. Right. In okay. real life. That's I'll, I'll take your, I'll take dude. your word of, uh, of advice there. I, I, that might be fake. I think it's fake. If it's fake, then we just got our first fake story. That's right. If you're, if you're into giving some feedback on this episode, do you think that story is fake? Okay. okay. Yes or no. Maybe we'll I throw a poll fake. up on the Instagram. Uh, dude. You dude. think it's fake? I'm, I think that's fake. Okay. Okay. Maybe I, it is. I don't think anybody would ever be able to convince me that that's a real story. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. Well, maybe if, uh, man, it just looks like it was, yeah, it, 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 it could be fake. There's way too many, like, yeah, that's, that's, there's no way that's real. Okay. I'm just r- r- thinking about some of the parts of that that i'm like there's no way this is possible <laughs> like <laughs> this is there's no way this is a real life scenario i plain and simple i guess that's it yeah but if this simple, is real you need to call the police yeah because technically if it's, if it's did, real reddit is the least of your concerns yeah. all right <laughs> yeah you need to tell your parents if this yeah, is oh real. my gosh yeah man you have one more theron I have one more. I have one more. Cool. I have one more after that too, this especially because be... mine was fake. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, here you do. Do yours. Do yours. You sure? Yeah, we're we're at forty-one minutes and twenty-seven seconds. We sure are, and I'm definitely writing that down so I know that uh, that's where I'm going to bookmark the uh, time code. There. There you go. All right. So this is my third story. This one's a little longer, so I'm going to try my best to summarize where I can. But it says. Um, Kind of almost going back to your first question. My boyfriend's family is very different from mine, and I don't know if it can work out between us in the long run. I, 27-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend, 28 male, for two years, and I deeply love him. I never felt so connected and so good in a relationship, and the more time we spend together, the more bonded I feel. However, we have come from two very different backgrounds, economically, socially, and culturally. In a nutshell, and to put it nicely, my family is more, quote-unquote, educated and wealthy than his, and it was always important for my parents that I marry someone similar. Until now, I didn't care, and I thought it was just a minor detail in our lives, and I thought that what brings us together is our values since we're both aligned on what the right thing is to do in life. We're both very polite people and with good hearts. I'm a bit skeptical lately since I spent a couple of days at their place and I felt the difference of lifestyle and education on several aspects. The parents are not very involved with their little brother's life and education and they leave him alone, play video games or watch TikTok all day instead of providing him with alternatives to motivate him. It makes me very sad for him because he's not very happy in life and his parents barely communicate him or communicate with him, especially the father. Instead, they shout at him and tell him to stop playing, but they don't give him any parental guidance. A lot of redundancies. Uh, When I was young, my parents were taking me to museums, encouraging me to do out-of-school activities, get involved in school. Uh, I feel like his parents don't much know much about his life, unfortunately, and the dad is really in his own world i.e. watching football, his motorcycle club, and his friends. Another thing that I noticed is that their meals, they don't they snack a lot and don't eat healthy at all. All right. Which is uh the uh blah 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 from the the difference in my family. The last thing is ooh. That's that's a problem. The last thing is that every time I'm around his family, his dad is checking me out noticeably. 
and it makes me very uncomfortable. His dad is a bit of a seducer, and they married very young with the mom. He cheated on her five years ago with a younger woman, and it made a huge impact on the family. Uh, and while they split a while, while the mom had a depression. Uh, my dad is very respectful, faithful, and loyal, and he never looks at another woman like this. My boyfriend's dad looks at me. Oof. I'm becoming very skeptical about my relationship and where it's going. My parents haven't met him yet because they're, quote, we meet the guy you'll marry. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's tough. That's tough. All right, so oh, uh, is there more? Just a, t- a few more sentences. Go ahead. I don't know if I should tell my boyfriend about it because it'll make him sad. I don't know if I should continue the relationship or not. I just seek advice from more experienced people in this realm. Everyone says eventually people from different backgrounds cannot be together because the differences make too big of an impact, but I don't imagine myself without him. I love him so much and I'm scared uh tldr what does that mean do you know tldr my boyfriend and i come from oh maybe long story short my boyfriend and i come from different families and i'm scared our relationship is not meant to be Hmm. so was this something that you ever had to fear when dating Allie? no uh but we did like so when you're getting married or you're thinking about long-term like that, you are kind of blending two families or two ways of life, essentially. Yeah. Two, and two obviously, families are coming together, two tribes. Right, and you have to objectively be able to look at each other's like upbringings and, and, and see the good. And if there, are anything that's, if there is anything that sticks out as not good, you need to be able to identify that and be willing to work on it. So that being said, first step for her is say, sit down with her partner look here's what i'm concerned about sure right because like that's a legitimate concern for her because a lot of times like sons will take after their dad their dad and certain characteristics of their dad they'll they they'll will manifest themselves in the in the in their sons how they treat their you know how he treats his wife or his mom you know and how he treats his kids that's Mm -hmm. a big thing yeah, And so I can understand from her point of view, all she's seeing is that her kids are going to be neglected and Ooh. he's going to constantly be looking at other women whenever they're married. And that's, those are legitimate concerns. And, but I, I think her family is also having a really, really bad view of, of this as well. Like it's, you know, it's not his fault that he was brought up in this family. No, you know, and it's really wrong with of this of this family to be like, you know, we want you to marry people like us. Like, how horrible is that? We don't want you to be with him because he's not like us. This that comes off like classic rom com, like he's not good enough for you type situation. So we're not going to allow you to marry him. And granted, like any 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 woman's parents are going to think that or you know going to feel like no guy's going to be sure no one's good enough for my little girl right exactly i understand that but for them to just completely be like yeah we're not going to meet this kid because we don't see him as a well that's not really your choice right you know so yeah that's uh i think she needs to have a conversation with her partner Say, hey, look, here's some red flags that I, I wanted to talk about and see what you feel, right? Because if we don't line up on these things, right, they line up on all the other major things, and sure. it's great. Yeah, They're both happily in love with each other. But these red flags that she's seeing definitely need to be talked about. 
And I'm sure he might have a couple of his own. He might, yeah. You know, but and then it's if they can have a mature conversation about that, see where they want to go from it. And if most importantly, if he's like, yeah, I see these big problems in my in my current family in my family that you know that I don't want to implement in our relationship. Boom, problem solved. Boom. Plain I think simple. I think the top comment of this this post had a very interesting concept that I had never really thought about until I just saw it just now. And it said, you have to do your own problem solving here in figuring out of the level of involvement that you want your future family to have in your life. Yep. And personally, I'm sure you feel the same way. You come from a big family. Uh, family is very important to you. Yeah. It's family is very important to me. If, if my parents and grandparents would have met Catherine and been like, she's not the one I probably would have been like, you're right. And, and gone along with them. Because if my family doesn't like her, then that's going to create some hostility because I'm with my family often. I see my family often. And if... if For me... Or if so, she didn't like them, because at the same time, if my parents didn't like Catherine and I was head over heels for Catherine, I would say, you know what? Maybe you should suck it up because she's going to be the girl I'm with and you need to love that and you need to learn to love her. Uh, or else you're just not going to be involved in my life. So that also needs to take into account, or I guess doesn't take into account, like your parents, people, right? They're human beings. Therefore, they have the capability to be dead wrong, right? And so like my pushback would be, yeah, if, if grandma said she didn't like Catherine at the first time of meeting her, well, why? Yeah. Why? Did she say something absolutely horrible to you? Right. Is that why you don't like her? Because that's something we can have a conversation about. That's something that happened. Yeah. But, but if you're choosing if to dislike her. If you don't like her because you didn't like the way she looked at you or you didn't like the way she said hello when you walked in the door, that's not a real problem. That's right. not a real problem. You need to come up with something else. Go back to the drawing board. Get back to me with something serious. <laughs> right? That's, yeah. That's my attitude yeah. towards that. Because yeah. I get you. Yeah. I get that, you. People's perceptions of a first impression or what they have, like of someone after the first impression is is not significant. If it's a pattern of behavior, if if Catherine routinely walked in the door and gave grandma the finger, yeah, then, then, then we've got proceeded. a problem here. That's a problem. Yeah. Ain't okay. no one flicking off my meemaw. Right, exactly. That's a that's a real problem. But if they're like, yeah, we heard Catherine like, you know, if Mr. Rusty mistake were like, yeah, we heard Theron was born in Mississippi, can't do that, honey. Sorry. Like, I mean, that would be not cool. That would yeah, not be a good that's thing to uncool do. uncool on many and levels. Would, and, and that's exact. I would never, ever no. expect Mr. Rusty Mustebi to even, like, have that thought. No. You know, so that that's a fault of the parents for even making this a problem for her. Yeah. That being said, it's not a problem that she has concerns of these because they need to be talked about. Sure. I think, I think uh, not to keep using myself as an example, but... Catherine and I families are, are different. Mm -hmm. My family is, uh, first of all, bigger and more embraceive and very, you know, we do things often and there's family events all the time, almost once or twice or three times a year. And, and my family is, is, is big and, and, and I grew up a little probably more privileged than Catherine did. Um, and, you know, none of that was an issue for me. And, you know, I 
she had a different upbringing than me. And, but like, and like you said earlier, this kid can't control how his parents raised him or the level of, um, respect or disrespect that they taught him. It's up to him to be an adult and figure out what's right for him. Yep. Uh, complete side note. You need to tell him ASAP about his dad. If his dad is making uncomfortable looks or noises or, or anything like that towards you, then you need to tell your boyfriend to talk to his dad. And if he doesn't, that's a red flag to me. Yeah. If he says, oh, he's just my dad being my dad. But if it's if you urge to him in your borderline tears, your dad makes me uncomfortable when I go to your house, then that's an issue. Yeah. I think you need to address that one ASAP. Yep. And it might be, too, that's like, you, uh, the uh, what's it called? There was an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and every time they said something, it's just one thing everybody does that no one notices they do until you say something. Right. Uh, what if, if it might be that, you know, he doesn't even notice these things, and he'd see it as a big problem too, and it might make him, like, give him, like, a, an epiphany of sorts, like, wow, there's sure. a lot wrong with yeah with what's going on here in this household, and... You know, I'm going to try to make it stop. And if it doesn't stop, then we're just going to start creating some distance. Right. And you know? I, I, I just made a comment. I want to quickly remedy it real quick before it gets perceived wrong. I, I, I'm not saying that Catherine's family isn't embraceive or happy or celebratory or any of those things. These are Catherine's words. When she first like kind of got involved with my family and started meeting people, she's like, wow, your family's a lot different than mine. So I don't want them to think that I don't think that they're happy or embraceive or good people because that's not the case at all. They're just, they just have a different style than my family does. Right. Uh, so I think yeah. our families are probably pretty similar. I think they probably are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're about to go on a giant beach trip. Yeah. <laughs> all absolutely. Of us, so. Yeah. But yeah, and always, and, but I think too, that was something that Allie had to get used to was because, you know, for a long time, it was just her in the house. Yeah. Right. And like, Whenever my first Thanksgiving I ever spent at her house with her family, sure. like all of her relatives, it was like, I think nine people. And I was like, and that's a quarter of your family. Yeah. We're missing a lot of folks if there's only nine people at a sad yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, it yeah. feels like nobody's there. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was just, it was different for both of us. Sure. Like she is, and she probably had it harder than I did. Like yeah. in that environment, I'm completely comfortable. Like, yeah. but I can only imagine how she felt going into a household and there's, you know, 13, 14 people. Right. You know, same, and there's... Same thing. People in big families are usually able to adapt to smaller families than people who come from small families that have to adapt to join a big family. That, and a lot of times you might see too, the people coming from the small family into the big family absolutely love it. Yeah, and that's you know? exactly like, what Catherine so has fun. done. And I'm sure Allie, in joining in with all of your family and siblings and mm -hmm. stuff, it's been a blast for her. Even or like her aunt and uncle are always like, I bet it's so much fun. Yeah. I bet it's so much fun. I'm like, oh, it is. It yeah. is fun. It's a lot, but it's fun. We yeah. have a good time. Sure. But yeah. You guys rent out a hotel every time you... Uh, <laughs> or have No, we your just Your dad calls to, the hotel. Yeah, we need to rent out 10 rooms. Oh, wedding? Right. No, this is our family vacation. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We we try to find an Airbnb. Yeah, that can accommodate all of everybody, you. Or we'll get two right next to each other. Yeah. Or like really close. So. Yeah. But luckily, we, we haven't had to take that route. We almost did last year, but this when, year we, when we found a people get place. older and they get significant others, yep. it's going to... We're just going to be sharing rooms. Yeah. But that's not... going to be doing bunk not, beds. That's not uncharted territory in the sap house. <laughs> yeah, I don't absolutely. think I had my own room 
ever. I think I did actually for like a six month period. Yeah. And then and your then mom had moved. another kid. And then we moved <laughs> and I lost my, my, my own room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all growing up, even uh, the day I moved out, I still didn't have my own room. Wow. The day I moved out, I did not have my own room. That's crazy. I was sharing with Zach. Me and my brother shared a room for quite a long time as well when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And w- especially when my sister came to be and we were like, and I'd be like, I want my own bathroom. I'm the oldest. And then my parents would hit me with it. But she's a girl. She needs her own bathroom. Yeah. So me and Griffin had to share a lot. And, and still up to the point where I moved out of the house, I shared a bathroom with my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh just for the sole reason of having a sister that deserves her own bathroom for women reasons and women reasons only. We, uh, we once lived in a house where there were only two bathrooms. Oh my God. This wasn't too long ago. Actually, this is the house we lived in before I moved out. And I think that was a contributing factor, not the bathroom, but the fact that it was such a small house and there was 13 people in it. I was like, I can't be doing this anymore. So I, I, that's whenever I like, well, they were actually about to move up to Tennessee too, so I was like, "This is a perfect time." So, but yeah, we had two bathrooms. There was my parents' master bathroom, and then there was the other bathroom that everyone else shared. Wow. So, all eleven kids shared this bathroom, and it happened to be the laundry room as well. Oh my god! So I can only imagine. Yeah, we all got real close. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think does that wrap it up? Do you want to wrap it up or do you want to read your last one? Dude, I can save this one. I, I, I wouldn't mind saving it. Okay, let's save it then. We'll, we'll table it okay. for the next time. Table it next time. Yeah. Okay. How about it? Well, hopefully people got some enjoyment there. That was a lot of fun. Did you have that fun? That was fun. That was a good one. Wait, I that think we have fun every time. We do have fun every time. There's no time I've ever been like, all right, look, I got to be honest with you. Not fun. I Not hope fun hopefully for when, when eventually... We do do an episode, do do, <laughs> goes back to Catherine's maturity and my immaturity. Um, <laughs> hopefully, like, if we finish recording, you're like, Logan, I, I wasn't feeling that one. But uh, we, we both always bring our A game for this thing. I mean, we tried, we try our dangdest, darndest. We, we try, I like dangdest. dangdest. I don't think that's a word, but it is now. It is on this podcast. Dangdest is a word. Boom. We're pulling trig on dangdest. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> Shout out time. Uh, shout out chris from trivia the other night that was fun oh, man we should do that again we will do that i again. was telling Catherine um the other day i was like oh i you know she had she had to go to marion's birthday party and i was like mary or Catherine, we i would not be upset if theron and ali asked us to do that every week that was so much fun that was a lot of fun i was so upset that Catherine couldn't come did she know i was joking yeah, oh, yeah, okay, about right. Chris? Yeah. She was like, so what happened to Chris? Yeah. And I was like, no, dude, you should have seen him. He tripped oh, yeah. over the curb. He got cuffed. It was, yeah. it was a whole situation. But um, Yeah, that was like, a lot of fun. She was like, oh, I, I wish I could have made that one. I was like, yeah, well, well, I'm sure we'll do it again oh, soon. Oh, it's not going to be the last time we do trivia. Um, how about Micah pulling out Midas for the last Bro, question Micah, to put us in fourth place? He came in clutch. clutch. At the, and I said, I was like... We were probably in like fifth place or so, but that last question, Theron's brother pulled something out of thin air, and oh, and uh, we got fifteen points. I think is what we yeah, we got fifteen points off of that, and it put us at fifty three points, Man. and third place was fifty four. Dang, and ah, oh, dude, if oh, it wasn't man. for that little lead question, or or the fire in my yeah. eye versus heart, yeah. If it was uh, anyway, there are a couple of missed opportunities. That's folks. okay. That's that means that we get to go back next time and and show them how it's done again. That's right. So everybody, uh, so yeah, shout out, shout out all of our friends, 
all of you guys, Chris, Miranda, Jordan, throw the podcast to somebody. I'm telling you, I need this. I'm, I'm willing to go to this level. Miranda and Jordan. We'll start with you two. Yep. You're you're probably our biggest fans. Not, and they're not family. So it's like they don't have to be our biggest fans, but they are. No, they don't. Miranda and Jordan, I need you to send somebody this link to this podcast, and then I need you to screenshot it and send it to me for proof that you've done it. There it is. And that's, uh, uh, that's laying the gauntlet down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm laying it down. And I, I, I highly doubt from now on, you guys want me every single time you see me to be like, did you share it with someone yet? I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like, hey, did you share that pod yet? If not, you need to whip your phone out and I'm going to watch you do it. <laughs> so unless you want that, you need to share it with someone and send a screenshot to Theron and I for proof that you did it. That it's happened. We'll attack two people a week. Chris, you're next. Be ready. Yep. Chris and Maddie. Yeah. Chris I got to start Maddie. getting Maddie out. Maddie's name mentioned out here. She's a fan. She is. Well, I, I hope. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Chris isn't just giggling by himself and out or Maddie's like, what are you listening to? Like, right. Exactly. Theron and Logan. Yep. I loved that. As soon as I walked in the restaurant, we, we embraced. Yes. I, 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 ex, I fully expected that. And I was so happy when it happened. It, it did happen. We talked about it. You <laughs> were like, you? yep. Remember or, we yeah, talked we did, about we did. it. Yeah. We were like, oh, that was totally planned. Oh. We both had planned it. Wasn't yeah. in sync. No, me and you talked about that. You were like, I feel like Chris is the kind of guy. Who oh the first yeah. First time I meet him, she's going to, we're just going to like hug or embrace or something. I was like, that, that's, that's Chris. That's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent what happened. I don't think I've ever shook his hand. I'm okay if I never shake his hand. <laughs> I just want to give him a hug. There you go. All right. That was plain and simple, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed your time with us this week. And if you didn't, leave a review and let us know. What can we do better? Text us. Tell us what you want from us. Video is coming soon. Hell, if we do video and you guys say video ain't it, then we just... We won't do we it. We won't do it. But... We're going to have the episodes up on YouTube if you'd prefer to watch us talk about these topics. And maybe we'll start letting the people decide what we talk about. Maybe we'll throw polls up on the Instagram and let people vote. That's our goal, man. We want more interaction from you guys. Engagement. Engagement. So, with that being said, share it with a friend. Rate and review on iTunes. And uh, make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, doesn't matter. We love you all the same. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye.